Burroughs, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. Since we've been featuring the over-the-top police cops for the past two weeks, I thought we'd explore the other side of the law this week with One Last Job, designed by Grant Howitt. One Last Job is an unbelievably fun story-forward system that's made to emulate heist movies. One Last Job is a great example of a genre-focused system. It guides you through all the major tropes of heist movies, and lets the most fun ideas float to the top. Similar to Fiasco, you don't actually build a character before playing the game. All of the characters are generated as you play, which makes this remarkably easy to pick up. The game sort of perpetuates itself, and although the creator does recommend that you use a game master, you certainly don't need one. The rules are well constructed enough that as long as you follow them, the game is going to lead somewhere, and it's going to be a fun ride. Players help develop each other's characters by telling stories about their past deeds, opening up old wounds, and of course, insulting each other. The best part is, the game is only $5. You can find a link to it in the show notes. I had a great group of guests join me for this one. I think especially fans of the Everyone is John series are going to like this. But before we get to that, I'd like to point out that the one-shot single-page setting design contest is still ongoing. It's going to be wrapping up on July 15th, so make sure to get your entry in as soon as possible. All you have to do is go to bestwithstuff.com, download the D10 slash O role-playing system, and design a setting for it that fits on one page. Send that setting, along with a character built in D10 slash O, to gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. If you're having trouble wrapping your head around character creation, don't worry. Brian Schroeder, the creator of D10 Slash O, has designed a video for you that walks you through the steps needed to create a character. It's really simple once you get the hang of it. If you like OneShot, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG, or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, so let's meet the party for this week. Uh, first up, we have regular contributor, co-runner of the show. That's a good way to put it. Uh, the magnanimous. Oh. Cat Murphy. Well, hello, James D'Amato. Uh, Cat, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, feeling a little bit awkward. Are you? Uh, about about average. Yeah. Being back in the back in the seat. It's back been in a the while. Saddle. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I'm gonna cut all of this. Okay. <laughs> so, Kat, uh, what is your favorite heist movie? Um, I'd have to say it's uh, the Maiden Heist. All right, uh, what is the Maiden Heist? So, the Maiden Heist is about uh, people who are you and me. Yeah, three uh, security officers of a museum who find out that I think either like one of who all like a particular piece of art, mm-hmm. and for various reasons decide to steal them. Yeah, and this is a great movie. It's got William H Macy. It's got Morgan Freeman. Uh, Morgan Freeman is. De Niro in it? I think De Niro's the third person. They all play these really soulful old men. Yes, and they're all just like it's uh they're stealing these these pieces of art out of love and it it hurts. The whole movie just hurts to watch. And it's like, why did they make this really depressing heist movie? Oh, so awesome. Yep. Alright. Let's welcome a new voice to the show. Pat Winnegar. Pat, welcome to One Shot. Hey, thanks. Uh Pat Glad uh, to be here. Do you have any experience with role playing games? Yeah, um, yeah. Um 
Yeah, man, I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, what's your what's your go to game? Are you in a game right now? No, no. I actually hadn't played since college, but in college we played a lot of Call of Cthulhu. Oh yeah, yeah that was Hell a lot yeah. of fun. We had like an old West Call of Cthulhu game that oh, went for that a long fun. time. Everybody went insane or died. It was a lot of fun. That's uh, that's usually how that ends. That's usually yeah. It usually goes that way. Uh, what is your favorite heist movie? Uh, I actually haven't seen a heist movie in a long time. I was just going to say, like, The Great Escape, but until I realized that that's an escape movie. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with The uh, Great Muppet Caper. Ah, oh, perfect. Which what I a... don't remember a lot about, so please uh, John Cleese me. is in that. Yeah, I do remember that. I know, I know that they have to steal the baseball, the baseball diamond. diamond. Yeah, but that's about all I remember. I'm just going to go with that because it has Muppets in it. Uh, <laughs> I believe the running gag was, what color are their hands now? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Crap. And uh, that uh, Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear looked exactly the same. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. right. Hats. When they wore hats. Perfect disguise. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have somebody I'm sure everybody out there listening is going to be excited to hear again. It's JPC, John Patrick Cohen. Hey, everybody. Hi, James. Yeah, John's been through a terrible accident, which is why yeah. he hasn't been on the show recently. It was, uh, it was terrible. It was, but you you seem to be recovering. But I bounced back on in good spirits. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, what is your favorite heist movie? Uh, you know what? I, I was trying to think of what my favorite heist movie is, and I am the type of person who can only go off of the most recent heist movie they've seen, <laughs> so it would have to be Tower Heist. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy and Matthew Broderick, and potentially some other people were in that as well. Uh, Tower Heist was also... Uh, th- th- you. Miss Ben Stiller. He's the main yeah, character. That's right. I would argue that the main character was disappointment. <laughs> because that played a predominant uh, that feature in the movie. movie was fucking crazy. I saw that movie, too. Yeah. And they had the dude from MASH as the villain. Yeah. Uh, for that well, movie. God, what's that guy's name? Alan Alda. Alan Alda. Alan Alda, yeah. which is impossible to think of him as a villain. Yeah. I, I just couldn't. No it, was a, it was a bad movie. It was a terrible b- bad movie. Um, they ended up uh, putting the money in a car or something and, and, and lowering it, it out well, of the tower. They were stealing a solid gold car. Yeah, what a it's premise. A premise. <laughs> what a premise for That's that one. They put it in a pool on the roof. It was uh, great. Yeah, I have a Tower Heist t-shirt that I got, a promotional <laughs> t-shirt that I got for that movie that that's why it's my favorite heist movie. So, uh, one shot fans, go out, watch Tower Heist. <laughs> Listen to my companion podcast, which is Tower Heist. Tower right? <laughs> Break down Tower Heist minute by minute, episode by episode. Each episode is one minute. One minute of Tower Heist, yeah. <laughs> but are you talking Tower Heist? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's usually, they usually go long. Yeah. <laughs> there's just so much there. It's the same minute, and I talk about it hours and hours on it. I know we were done talking about minute six last week, but I want to come back to it. Uh, and that voice you just heard was Alex Nichols, another new voice to One Shot. Alex, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, so you uh, are, have never played a role-playing game before. No, none. I uh, used to study in the student union in college, and there was a regular uh, Dungeons & Dragons game that I think would play... They would play the table like n- near where I would usually study. Mm-hmm. So that's ba- basically the extent of my experience is studying near people who were playing <laughs> a role playing game. That's that's interesting. Uh, from an outsider perspective, what's it like to experience that? Is it sort of like watching gorillas at the zoo? <laughs> what I kind of noticed from that 
was that everyone was having fun and enjoying themselves and seemed like they were getting along and with people that appreciated them. All right, so that is not what I expected to hear. This is the last time that Alex because he's pandering. Alex, yes man, Nichols. Yeah, <laughs> have some, have some. No, it really balls. did seem like like it did seem like a better use of their time than like Studying. trying to go to a well, trying to go to like. A better use of their weekend night than like trying to go to a party and being miserable, which is like what I would do sometimes. <laughs> like, like, you pretty much described my party experience. Yeah, yeah. Well. So, yeah, uh, I I am pandering, but also that was kind of what I took away from it. And Alex, what is your favorite heist movie? My, uh, I, I would go two different directions. Uh, I really like The Town. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. In part because it is Batman just... Batman directed that. Yeah. Uh, future Batman. Um, he, it, it's, it's very by the book, but like, it, it's a quintessential heist movie. Like, right, it, right. It kicks it's... off all the boxes, but really skillfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those movies that makes you want to rob banks, which I think is what every good heist movie yeah. should be. Yeah. Uh, but then I might actually go for my actual number one answer. I might go in a less conventional direction and say Inception. Hmm. I think that's like it's a solid it's heist movie. It's pretty much like definitely a heist yeah. movie. Yeah, a, a heist movie. Bananas, and but with all those other wrinkles to it that make it like I, I saw it twice in theaters within a week. I was just so blown away by it. Maybe I'm easily impressed, but I thought it was great. Well, very cool. Yeah. And uh, I think I'll sum things up by saying uh, it's not my favorite heist movie by any means, but I really like the original Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, really? It's, the cinematography is bananas. Cool. It's very, it left a very distinct impression on me. As someone who's only ever seen the remake of the Thomas Crown Affair, that I, I never wanted to see the original, because, <laughs> God, that remake just is god awful. Avant garde as f. It's like way, way, way different. Cool. I have to edit that out because we just got like a nice uh, listener comment that uh, that we don't swear that we don't swear. Cool. <laughs> so, okay, uh, let's get to the game. All right. So the credits open on a small little stage with lights on it. There are some shots of the audience uh, here. It's mostly old people with like young young kids. It's like clearly some sort of a show for. Uh, you know, uh, grandparents to bring their children to. And now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Mr. Reek! And uh, the curtain pulls back and you see a person who's silhouetted and it looks like they're wearing a tuxedo and they have a top hat on and all you can see is their white gloves lit up by this like back blue light and they take the top hat off to bow and doves fly out of it um and there's scattered applause from the audience uh and there's sort of a uh quick montage of this person of like these person's hands moving incredibly quickly uh doing card tricks uh pulling pulling scarves out of their sleeves and uh all this stuff and like the ki- there's like one kid that's into it. All the other kids are on like iPads or iPhones. Like they're not paying attention at all. A few kids use Android devices. Come on, it's it's you know primary market share, guys. Anyway, um, the show wraps up. And, uh, you see these same gloves, a lot, like, a, a, and the stage manager comes over and goes, I'm sorry, Mr. Eek. It's, uh, just not working out for you. Uh, 
nobody seems to be into magic anymore. And this figure, still silhouetted, is packing up their things when a figure comes out of the shadows behind him, behind them, because it's gender neutral at this point. Yeah, Mr. Eek is... No, Mr. Reek. Okay, okay. Mr. Reek. It's not... It's like Mystery Eek. Okay. So it could be... It's Mr. Eek. No, it's not Mr. Eek. God damn it. Well, let's just see how it plays out. (laughs) Well, it seems like your skills aren't useful on the stage anymore, Mr. Eek. No one's called me that in a long time. Except, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> five minutes ago they were calling that. I I knew you by a different name. Brandon Lightning. <laughs> You're not a cop, are you? I'm the worst kind. He pulls out a badge, and it's for the NSA. Oh, shit. It was hard to find you. You kept disappearing from your hotel room. <laughs> That's what I do best. But we caught on. You can't stay away from the spotlight. Sometimes when you put a gel in the... Sp- I can't really continue this metaphor. <laughs> you got me. It wasn't really a metaphor. You me. Literally, you can't stay out of the spotlight. You've been doing shows in spotlights. Yes, That's how in we a found literal you. spotlight. I thought you were talking about a What if I told you... <laughs> what if I told you that I could put you back on top? That I could give you the opportunity to pull off one of the greatest illusions in history. Oh, you heard the man. No one's into magic anymore. No one's into magic because they don't think magic can do anything for them. But what if I told you your magic could prevent a war? That sounds very implausible. Well, we live in an implausible world. Do you know the NSA watches and listens to every single moment of every U.S. citizen's life, <laughs> and we record it all? Wow, that... I mean, every I have... single moment there's a camera on you. It's like the Truman Show, but for every person. Wow, that that sounds like a lot of work. That's real. That's real. That's what I do. <laughs> all right, it's hard work. But we need you to save the world. Tell me, have you ever heard of a country called North Korea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once or twice. Yeah, they're real bad seeds. But there's an even worse country called North Korea. <laughs> just above North wow, Korea. that sounds horrifying. It's the most horrifying country. <laughs> even norther than North Korea. What does this world come to? There's a cultural artifact called the Unicorn of Chopsai. The Unicorn of Chopsai is an elaborate tapestry. That was a South Korean artifact, but it was stolen in one of the Korean countries. South Korea or South Korea? South Korea. South just Korea. normal just South the Korea. Normal, okay. The people with the Gangnam style. The Re- Republic of Korea. Yes. Okay. No, not, not the not the people's shiny happy public of Korea in Northern Korea. Northern Korea. Yeah. That's yeah. Northern Northern Korea. Yeah. It's bad news. <laughs> but I need somebody who can get into that country undetected. Somebody who can get into that country and make it appear as though one thing is happening and have another thing happen. And it turns out the leader of North Korea loves magic. Well, 
They are several decades in the past. They are several decades in the past. It's the actually it's the nineties there right now. So oh, there's wow. the big David Copperfield. Oh, that was before that guy went on Fox and revealed all of our secrets. Uh, yes. And way uh. before street magic. Can you have him killed? Well, I I wouldn't I, as much as I'd love to assassinate him, uh the more Russian version of Russia protecting them so there's no way we can assassinate this guy but what we can do is get this tapestry back and i need you to go into that country get that tapestry and bring it back to south korea can you do that well i can see how this would prevent a war that could possibly they found out the tapestry is in northern korea south korea is ready to invade and japan has already said they'll support them Uh uh-oh we're and we've got an alliance with japan we'll have to join in too well i can see how that could possibly engulf the entire world in a nuclear flame but what's in it for me (laughs) specifically me (laughs) you got a shot at the stage again Everybody's going to think magic is cool. <laughs> Remember when Osama bin Laden died and how everybody was into Navy SEALs? Oh, yeah. That's going to happen for magic. <laughs> I can have a SEAL Team 6 movie, but with magicians? With magicians. Oh. Think of it. You, David Blame, mm. David Copperfield. All the Davids <laughs> of magic. All the famous magic Davids. All the magic Davids. <laughs> All right. You're speaking my language. The magic language. You'll do it? You'll serve your country? Poof, I'm there. All right. (laughs) That's my catchphrase now. But I'm gonna need... I'm gonna need you to assemble a team. It's more than just a one-man job. You're the... You're the big distraction. You're the big name that we're gonna put up in lights. But I need you to assemble your team of old thief magicians. (sighs) We haven't worked together for a while. You're going to have to move past that. The world depends on you. It's been at least 15 years since the event. I don't really like to talk about it. I, I don't know. I don't even know where they are. Well, we've located them for Oh, right. You. You're on the NSA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But each of them are skilled in a certain area of magic. I'll need you to go to the one that you can convince first. Magicians are like dominoes. Once you get one of them to agree to something... I, I know how dominoes work. I'm, all right, I'm all right. All right. I've worked with them a couple times. Okay. I was going to say, once you get one of them, it branches out into other magicians, because I was referencing chicken foot, not stacking <laughs> oh, up dominoes. Oh, okay. All right, all right. It's over. a different dominoes game. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, technically, stacking dominoes isn't even a game. Not it's a more game. of a hobby. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not a hobby. It is a magnificent stage show, and it's an important part of You're magic. You're like one of those people who calls role-playing collaborative storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nerds sitting in a hot room. Reeking it up. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about role-playing right now. You get magicians for me. I need magicians. I assume when I need to get in touch with you, you'll just be there. We're right? watching you literally right, all of the time. All of the time. Yes. Even in the bathroom. It, especially in the bathroom. Do you know 40% of terrorist activities are hinted at in bathrooms? Well, yeah, they think no one's watching. Yeah, yeah that's... Pretty genius. <laughs> well, I'm gonna need a master of disguise and illusion for this. Master of disguise. I 
think I... You mean the chameleon? The chameleon. God, me and him have some bad blood, but I think I know where to find him. He could become anyone. Any age, gender. That's good, because we need somebody who is everybody. He's perfect for the job, but I don't know, last I heard he was working at some two-bit studio uh, out in Southern California doing stage makeup. I don't even know if he's... He is still alive, I can guarantee you that. Like I said, the NSA... Yeah, you're watching everybody. ...watches okay, everybody. Yeah, I really should have thought of especially that. Especially American citizens. <laughs> I can't make that clear enough. Well... That uh, is what we do. I didn't even know he was American. He's so good at accents, he just... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Likely, from this character, we're going to be hearing... A lot of different voices. <laughs> he just—he's constantly switching in and out of different accents. I, that's I could just never how. Get him that's to just stop. who he is. But it's they were almost a composition with with him. He, he can't help but do it. He I can't mean, you not know. do it. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, you're probably. I've sick read of the it. file. I've, I'm sick of it in the file. Just the description of it was too much for me. Just the accents. The all the. Oh, God, traveling anywhere with this guy is the worst. Just baggages, <laughs> like, all of the suitcases full of clothing. He was very flamboyant. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, for a guy who likes to blend in, he, he makes a pretty big show of himself. <laughs> that's how you blend in, being the most overt thing. <laughs> that's, that's his theory of disguise. I mean, yeah, when you think about chameleons, really brightly colored animal. Like, you wouldn't think that... Yeah, he's he's an inverse chameleon. Uh, most chameleons try and change their color to match the setting. <laughs> he changes their color to be the opposite of the setting and be the most focused drawn towards him. It's it, it, you wouldn't think it worked, but it it does work very well. And you need to go get him. The world is counting on you. Okay, but uh, can, Mr. Lightning, can can you pay for the plane ticket? Because uh, like I'm. I didn't get anything from the door. Uh, I had to. I'm. No one likes magic. I'm. I'm I saw you. The way I we found you because okay. you were selling your tickets on the corner. Yeah. So you actually sold me a ticket. You didn't even realize yeah, is, that. Is that is is that a yes on the plane ticket? Do do I is that out of pocket? Do I get reimbursed? What, Look, yeah, this is really important. Just to me, keep all right? your I'm receipts. On a budget. Keep your receipts. All right, I'll keep the receipts. I need you to keep your receipts okay. and fill out a form. All right. Johnny Dollar. All right, I'll do it. But on one condition. What are your terms, Lightning? Chameleon's got to know that I'm the boss. He's always trying to usurp me. Was it's, the... it's usurp or usurp. I'm not really clear in the pronunciation. It's usurp. Usurp. It's okay. usurp. You've only seen that written? <laughs> I've only seen it written, really. No one uses it in normal conversation. I've, I've got a word of the day I feel calendar. Like I, I feel like it's out there, that word. I feel like it's in the public consciousness. <laughs> but fine. You're the boss on this job. We'll make sure everybody knows it. Just don't let this end up like last time where your ego got in the way. Oh, God, last time. <laughs> the event. <laughs> Let's wait on that. Let's hold off on that. Go get the chameleon. Cut the scene. Fifth time told you. So you have to set up where you're getting the chameleon. Oh, yeah. I thought they did. Okay. Like, and not in character, right? Just no, like just like... No, no just, just like, like cinema. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the camera 
pans into a poorly lit, strangely enough, a poorly lit dressing room. The bulbs are buzzing <laughs> in and out, and we can only see the back of this man, but he's working very, very hard on uh, some kind of like horror movie uh, mangled face. Uh, and there's some poor actor that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's somebody without a head. Yeah. So it's just like a body <laughs> sitting in a chair with yeah. no head. And he appears to be doing stuff midair. So clearly he's make up to this person's head invisible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's obviously very good at what he does, uh, given the surroundings, which is like a back lot in somewhere in Orange County. It's like not even in anywhere near Hollywood uh, for like trauma type studio uh, <laughs> is the situation that he's in. His clothes are kind of shabby, but his work is very, very good. I see you're uh, still back to your old tricks, chameleon. Is that Brandon Lightning that I hear? <laughs> oh, okay, the old Cockney. All right. Cock- Brandon Lightning. <laughs> yeah. You know, the last time I talked to you, you were French-Canadian. You got a lot of nerve coming in here, Brandon. <sighs> you can leave, Mickey. Uh, oh, the, shit, there's a person here the, the whole time? The person that's doing the makeup uh, that you think you've been talking to. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, and uh, leaves the room. And then I uh, pop my head out of the suit, and I was sitting in the chair. <laughs> he was... Uh, I, I, the chameleon is about uh, five feet tall, and he has stepped out of the chest of this person without a head. And they're shooting a remake of Sleepy Hollow. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a remake of Sleepy Hollow. It's not a retelling of the it's Headless Horseman story. It's a remake of the current story. Fox show. <laughs> Brandon Lightning. What's the matter? Don't remember your old friend Leon? You never cease to surprise me. I thought you were the guy doing the makeup, but then you were the guy with the head. Man, yeah. that's good. You're good, Leon. I'm the best there is. That's why I can't believe you're here in front of me. I can't believe you had the nerve to come back here after all these years, Brandon. After the event. After you betrayed me. I didn't want to come here to talk about the event. You know I spent a day in a prison cell because of you? That's just a day. That's really not that bad. <laughs> well, yeah, I disguised myself as a guard and walked out yeah, of there. Yeah, I was pretty sure that you could do that. <laughs> but a good man had to go to prison for a long time because of what I did. <laughs> Somebody took my place, Brendan, and that's on your head. Uh, I don't care. I mean, we are criminals. Sometimes other people have to take the bullet. We were criminals now. I'm a Hollywood makeup artist. I'm sophisticated, I am. Look at me. Is this sophisticated? No, the, the, the lighting doesn't even work in here. Who gives the best makeup artist in the world a room with no light to work in? Your talents are being spoiled here. One of the bulbs buzzes out. I mean, really, light bulbs are really cheap. Another bulb buzzes out. Like, five more bulbs buzz out. Look, I, c- I can't explain my surroundings, but I always worked best in the darkness. You know that. Oh, God. No. I'm going to go on one of my darkness speeches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. firmly established. Okay. That's a thing that yeah, I, I know. do. You, you love to talk about darkness. The darkness is makeup. Uh-huh. The darkness is art. <laughs> yeah. The darkness is, ex- oh. is the essence Haven't of heard- the chameleon. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. But I'm not the chameleon anymore. Don't go by that name. I'm just Leon Kamilski. I'm just a makeup artist. 
Why are you back here, Brandon? Look, what if I told you that you could be more than just a simple makeup artist somewhere in Southern California? What if I told you you could, you could not only be rich beyond your wildest dreams, but you could do something important for humanity? We can stop World War Three, Leon. World War Three, Brandon. We'd say World War Three again. That was World fun. World War Three, <laughs> Brandon. That's great. This sounds like another one of your cock, cock, cock. You don't even know cockney slang. I knew it. I knew it. You're not from London. All right. I knew it. Maybe I'm not from London. Okay, fine. I'm not from London. You know that about me. But I'm from everywhere in a way. And this sounds like another one of your harebrained magic tricks. It is. You always were the worst at coming up with super-involved magic tricks with no payoff. That was always your thing, Brandon. And it got you through a little bit. But when it came to time for the big flash, you left people standing with their dicks in their hands. Is that is that a saying? I've... Yeah, I think it's a saying. It says, okay, well, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sent... Look, I left you standing there because I knew you could get out of prison. If I went, what was going to happen to me? What was going to happen to the rest of the team? I know exactly what would have happened to you. Yeah, that's why I left. I can disappear. Would you have not disappeared? So is that what you're going to do? What? How's you disappearing going to stop World War III? What's going on, Brandon? Look, I've been approached by someone pretty high up in the government with a pretty important mission. You know North Korea? I'm familiar. There's an even worse Korea. South Korea. No. <laughs> no. What? No, North. <laughs> Farther north? Yeah, further north. Oh, northern Korea. The opposite. Korea. Yeah. 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 Norther. Yeah, norther Korea. Yes, the one that's an established reality. Right. Yes. <laughs> How has You want us to break into this? northern Korea? We have the perfect plan. If only you come along. Oh, I see. You want me to get you in. Well, yeah. I mean, you can disguise yourself and... Wait, Brandon Lightning, you son of a bitch. Are you putting the team back together? I am. It sounds like I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting the team back together. Look. You think Trixie LaRue's gonna work with you again? I don't... You think Trixie LaRue's gonna work with her ex-husband again? <sighs> she doesn't have a choice. If we don't get the team back together, the whole world is going up in flames. They've got... The most important national artifact of South Korea, the actual South Korea, and yeah, the I, don't one know, that he, I have it yes. on, on paper here. Hold on. Okay, so I just don't know how you expect to convince your ex-wife, one of the world's most premier pyrotechnic magicians, to go to Northern Korea with you to steal an artifact to save the world. North Northern Korea. That's why you have to come with me. You know she's always listened to you, you more son of than a me. Bitch. You're gonna use me to talk to Trixie? You're a coward, Brandon. But I'll play your game. I am a coward. On one but condition. But I'm also still alive, and I've never been to prison. On one condition. Oh, okay. All the money in the world, all the fame in the world, it's nothing if that man's still rotting in prison for something that I did. I'll do it. But you gotta get your government guy to give that guy a full pardon so he can go back to his wife and his kid who I support. Wow, you, man, you're a much better person than I've I changed can... a little bit, Brandon. Some would say I've changed. Oh, a little oh there, bit. yeah, yep. 
<laughs> All right. Well, if you're going to comment on it every time I do it, <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it throws me off. You were British and then American and then French. And look, just you do your thing, man. Because I need you. And I, I'll I, go to Flagstaff, but you got to pay for my bus ticket. All right. Just keep your receipts. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. You have to keep the receipts. Or <laughs> okay. Like, I yeah, I ordered a drink on the plane, and they were like, "Oh, it doesn't count towards alcoholic beverages." And there's a whole thing. So okay, uh, just the bus ticket, um, and then I think a 50 day per diem. But beyond that, like, fifty dollars a day. Yeah. Oh wow. I, I know. Yeah. This Great. is the government. Okay. Yeah. All right. That goes a long way in Flagstaff. Here's my cell phone number. Okay. I'll, I'll call you. I have your phone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's was, still the same number? Yeah, it is. It is. 8712? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, one would think if he wanted to remain unfound, <laughs> he would have changed his phone number. <laughs> but all right, you have added Leon Kamilski to the party, which is a genius name. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now uh, Trixie LaRue. So what... Yeah, are you? You're you're gonna. I'm grab going. So oh wait, yeah, you you you're. Sp- I thought. So it's you, it's but you. you can bring him along if yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sh- um, I'm gonna say no because you guys are ex husband yeah. and ex wife. Yeah. 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 We met on the job. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a preference or is it all okay? Whatever. Yeah, so go for it. I get off the bus uh, from Flagstaff. Um, you see uh, Leon uh, step off the bus. He's got a suitcase in his hat, uh, a suitcase with all of his makeup and disguises and things. Um, and he steps off the bus at Flagstaff. The bus pulls away, and in the shot behind it, um, there's a a, a a small building. It looks like a, like a house, like someone's house that's been converted into a business. And it says uh, Trixie's daycare on it, but the daycare <laughs> sign is kind of disheveled. Um, uh, he, Leon kind of scrunches his nose, like, oh, what's this? And then walks up to the door and uh, knocks on the door. And the door, like, falls off one of his hinges as he knocks. Uh, okay. Um, is, did someone knock on the door again? I said, don't knock on the door. Yeah. Everyone in town knows to not. Yeah. God damn it. And, uh, Madame, just, I apologize, but I am not from this town. I am from a different place. That's, uh, you saw, like, the back of a woman running around, like, gathering a child, but as soon as that crappy French accent, <laughs> she stops cold in her tracks and looks back. Leanne <laughs> <laughs> Kamilski. Trixie LaRue. You son of a gun, I thought you were in prison. No, that's another guy. I take care of the bills for his wife and his kid, though. But I escaped. Leaving another guy in prison. Hey, look. Let's not rehash the past. It's good to see you again. It's all right to see you. Put the door back up. Would that be counted as the past, mister? I mean, technically that's the now. Because, like, that guy is still in prison now. Yeah, it's an ongoing situation. Jeremy, Stephen. The public's pretty much forgotten about that guy. It's only really me keeping the public. I I mean, it doesn't matter what the public thinks if if he's in prison. It sounds like he has a family. Yeah, he's got a family. They must know. Look at you, Trixie. I saw a dateline about it. Unless you. Are you you living as this man? You know what, Leon? You never cared about family. You never cared about my brother. But I did. And I miss him. And I care about people's families. So this is what I do now. Why are you here? Well, I might be here wasting my time, actually. Because I thought I was going to come to find the Trixie LaRue that blew up a whole ocean. (laughs) (laughs) On national TV. A trick that no one thought could be done. (laughs) 
I'm here because I was going to look for the chicks that LaRue, who took down an entire bakery with a snap of her finger and then put it all back up together again. There were fireworks in my past, Leon, but it's all about family now. Was the ocean before the bakery? Because that seems like not really topping the last thing. <laughs> that you wasn't heightening at all. <laughs> I mean, she just built built it back. Like built a bakery? I mean, the bakery one was more impressive because she put it back together. The ocean. My dad one. works With in fireworks? construction. <laughs> See, the thing about tricks is when you announce them, it's not as exciting as if you can just do, you do it. Them, yeah. yeah. Mm. Trixie, you care about family, but uh, let me ask you this: When was the last time you talked to uh, your ex-husband? Don't mention his name. Look, I'm not here to talk about Brandon. I'm certainly I told not you, here. I told you not to mention his I name. Oh, I thought you meant Mr. Eek. No, don't. <laughs> Which one would you rather me call? I'd rather you call none of them. I'm not here to rehash the past, and I'm certainly not here to talk about the event. I'm here because there's a job, and I need you. Well, it's the event. What happened in the event? Yeah, can we, well, can we talk? Tell us a can story. we talk in maybe the kitchen? <laughs> Would that be cool? When you're there, the parents you of these children, apple? the parents of these apple. children, pay me to watch them during the day. The parents we're, of these children are going to be kitchen. dead if we don't stop World War Three, Trixie. What? <gasps> People die? Whoa, 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 three. Whoa, whoa, three. Okay, uh, cut. All of the children are, and we're now in, the, <laughs> in a really rundown kitchen. That cookies are being made in the background. It smells Look, lovely. I know that you don't like Brendan. I know that. I know that this man, he is not, he is not a good husband. He never was a good husband. Why do you keep bringing him up? Oh, God. Is this a job with him? Are you getting the band back together? We're getting the whole team back together, Trixie. We're putting everyone back together. We're doing one last job. One last job so you can afford to uh, put this daycare in some actual repair. So I can get a man out of prison who never should have gone in. I don't want to steal anything anymore. I don't feel like making dirty money. We're not stealing. We're returning. A cultural artifact from South Korea. And we're getting it out of Northern Korea. Which is, as you know, different than <laughs> North, North Korea. Korea. Good, yes. The, the northernmost Korea. Point in Korea, yes. It's a separate country. We yes. Know. The, the, yes, okay. Okay. And if we don't have a pyrotechnic like you... We'll never get this job done. I'm curious as to why. What's that? Well, why? How is a pyrotechnic artist? Look, you know that you and there was Don't no. Don't uh, okay. There was no lightning without Trixie. You know he can, he can flourish, but you really pop and sizzle. You think he can do this job without you? He thinks he can, but I know oh, he I, can't. So it's I get it. Okay, so. I know after He's what on, he did to your brother, that you two are what, basically What you done. all did to my brother. Okay, I had my part in it. I admit that. You left him, you f faded into the background like you always do. This is foreground. true. I'm foreground. <laughs> foreground. <laughs> uh, I did. You know, but back then I was the chameleon, and all I cared about was saving my own skin, or as chameleons call it. Well, skin as well. They also... It's like... Hide, maybe. But yes. But I'm a different man now. Trixie has a traumatic flashback to the event. We see a quick flash of Leon bungling a Korean accent. <laughs> and then back to present time. <laughs> I shouldn't have tried that Korean accent. You shouldn't have tried that Korean accent. Have you gotten better? 
I've gotten much better. You've gotten much better? <laughs> okay. The one that I'm doing nowadays? Yeah. It's not super racist. <laughs> In fact, I probably won't even do it. <laughs> probably don't have cause to do it. <laughs> probably won't come up. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh... Look, we need you to get your brother. Fine. But you have to pay for the ticket out to see him. Okay, so here's what it is. It is a reimbursement situation, so you just save your receipts, and it's a $50 a day per diem, but alcohol's not included. Alcohol's not included. No, so that's out of pocket. Okay. But I did find a trick that if you ask the bartender to pour uh, like alcohol into a Sprite can... And then uh, just get charged for a bunch of sprites. Uh, just a whole bunch of really yeah. expensive sprites. Yeah, they can. They can't. You can't do that to get a kind of away with it. Perfect. To I'm going to need a whole lot of sprite alcohol. Okay. On this Greyhound bus trip across country to see Lefty Larue. Here's the coordinates that I need you to meet me at. But you got to go immediately, and I'll I'll take care of these kids. Trust me. They're going to think it was you. I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I turn like around. Exactly I'm just like Trixie. I'm just, just like Trixie. <laughs> Mr. Wu, Mr. Wu, can we play with these fireworks you never yeah, let us touch? We want to play the fireworks we in the, the closet. Fireworks. Boom. Full of artifacts from your past. Yeah. Godspeed, Trixie. <laughs> yes, kids, let's go play with those Yay! fireworks. <laughs> okay. So Trixie gets off a Greyhound bus at the University of Chicago. There's a lot of pretty gothic architecture around. Uh, she pulls out a cell phone and texts someone and then goes to, toward one of the grander libraries. As she walks in and there's a, a young man sitting reading a, a giant tome that says Hoyles, that says like Hoyles Book of Games. Um, she says, Larry, the young man turns with like joy in his eyes. And as, as he turns, you see that he only has a left arm. <laughs> But it is super strong and developed. That's how the... It's all tactfully pinned up with one of those cool mm -hmm. pins. Sis? Hey, Larry. How you doing? What What are you doing here? Uh, well, come to check up on you. Come on, we can hug. We can still hug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she looks a little... Gives yeah, you... Tries wow. to... You're looking great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, professorial life, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm working there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about my dissertation. Yeah, so. about uh, history of of magic, right? Yeah, yeah. History of magic, how it's impacted, you know, society and politics over the years. International relations. Sometimes, weirdly, it plays a role in somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, yeah, it's crazy what you'll discover, you know, when you research. Uh, so, um, you know how I, I said I'd, uh, always protect you? Yeah, and I remember that. I remember when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember when you said that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't really. It didn't, yeah. Pan um, out well, that way. Larry, it's time for. You gotta. We gotta, we gotta protect everyone this time, buddy. Northern Korea. 
<laughs> you already knew. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research. You're such it. a smart boy. Oh. Always are such a smart, such a smart boy, Larry. Thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah, that we're getting the band back together for one last job. Man, I, I was only a tween the last time we did anything. <laughs> just a precocious tween. Just a precocious tween, and that's that's partially why it was just so tragic when the yeah. incident took place. But uh most, but you're a grown man now. Yeah, you know, you yeah. knew you knew about northernmost Korea and everything. Yeah, I've heard about the the unicorn tapestry and and uh their leader's affinity for magic and I read that Dennis Rotman tried to learn sleight of hand to <laughs> work his way up there and that didn't really work out so well, but But he wasn't the best. No, I will yeah. He yeah. wasn't Lefty LaRue. The only one-armed sleight-of-hand magician. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be the only tween two-armed sleight-of-hand magician. (laughs) But now I'm the only adult one-armed sleight-of-hand magician. We have a flashback. Come see the magic tween with two arms! Sleight-of-hand magic! Close up! Hey, take a card. You want to pick a card? Okay, I'll pick a card. Well, all the cards are now dubs. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Flashback to now. I know nothing would be added to your life by you doing this. There's just no one better. Well, I'll be honest. uh, If it's sort of a dead end in my dissertation... um, couldn't find a single real world example of magic preventing a world war (laughs) i don't know maybe there's not a lot of primary research in my paper yet maybe if i if i tagged along i guess i guess i guess it could do something for me you know and plus i'd like to hang out with you and do magic with you again i I just i want to feel safe you know i only have one arm to give i will blow up anything anything that so, tries to hurt you, Larry. Just don't blow up my arm this time. Yeah, I'm not not going to do that again. You know what? You're you're my sister, and I have this big dissertation, and I guess I'll I'll do it if, if, if it means helping you. Um, an 18 year old uh, college freshman approaches Lefty. Uh, excuse, excuse me, um, pr- Professor Lavrou. I'm in your uh, your 101 class. I I I had a I had a question for you. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, hey, Tad, what's up? Um, my question's actually in the form of an apology. <laughs> I wanted to apologize for what I did. What? He takes off oh, his, like, Jesus. thin little mustache. I thought you were and Tad. And uncombs his hair. No. It's me, Leon. I know it's been a while, kid. Yeah, I was only a tween last time I saw you. I, um, followed Trixie up here and, uh, found a kid in your... 101 class, and he's in campus security right now. (laughs) Did a crime swap again, and uh, I wanted to come here to apologize to you. Hey, uh, behind them, you hear the rustling of leaves, and uh, a bunch of birds gather onto this one spot uh, in the shape of a man, and then fly off, and Brandon Lightning appears. And his uh, classic lightning sideburns are shaved back into his yeah. face. <laughs> Lefty. Hey. I guess I, they call you that now. 
Yeah. I haven't seen you since the event. Yeah. I, I just want to say, the plan was not for your arm to fall off. It's okay. I mean, to be honest, I mostly blame the chameleon and his botched Korean accent more than anything. Yeah, is that less racist now, uh, Leon, by the way? Because... Just it's, probably, it's probably not going to even come it's up. Probably, oh, yeah, you're right. come up at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are going to Korea, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Northernmost. The northernmost okay. Korea. Look, I feel like we've got a lot of bad blood in the air. You know? It was 15 years ago, okay? When we did that Korean bat mitzvah. Do you think it would help to talk about it? I don't know. Can you two even be in the same quad together? Well, that's why I, I'm standing a good 50 feet away. I just want to make sure, Trixie, good to see you again. Just try to come even one quad closer, Brandon Lightning. Just try. All right, all right. Stepping from behind one of the libraries. Actually, not even stepping from behind library stacks. Some books push out <laughs> of a stack and like get cleared ah, to the side. <laughs> and the NSA agent is there sticking his face through. You can hash out your problems later. Wait, you were just hiding behind some books? <laughs> I was hiding behind books. To be clear, I helped him with that. I'm going to have to reshelve all very those books. Oh, I, gotta, I should probably let those birds out of the library. <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're gonna ruin this place. There are a lot of very expensive books I'll here, go open a many I'm of which sorry. I've just pushed onto the ground. <laughs> but I have to lay out your mission for you. This... He opens one of the books. Uh, you see a picture of a, a short, rotund man. This is the Minister of Northern Korea, Kim Jong Dos. Ooh. He's, uh, he's even more eccentric than Kim Jong Un. He's, some would say twice as eccentric. <laughs> he's exactly twice as eccentric as Kim Jong Un. Wait, I just want to be clear here. Is it northern Korea or northernmost? I feel like it's probably a translation issue. It is a translation issue. Okay, that's issue. what I thought. There yeah. is a northernmost sector of northern Korea that oh, okay. is sparsely populated, mostly oh, rural, that's tribal what I'm thinking of. Sometimes no it gets one's... called northerner Korea, but then people confuse that with, like, northerner. And then there's yeah. nor'easter okay. Korea where everyone speaks in Maine accents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you can't get there from here. <laughs> anyway, let's let's get back to the task at hand. He is an avid fan of magic, but he likes big and impressive shows. Now, we're going to need you to put together an act that will wow him and make him take you back to the palace. There's a magic convention in international waters. I need you guys to break into that convention, put on a hell of a show, and then get back to mainland northerner Korea. I see. And the clout from this magic convention will give us our ticket into northern Korea. All right, that's uh, I believe Kim Jong Un is uh, Kim Jong Dos. Kim Jong Dos is probably going to take you on a private plane if you impress him enough with your magic. Understood. Uh, but I still, if he gives you a receipt, just like try and get some sort of documentation. Of you know any sort of travel expense, especially if okay, I, okay, yeah. Just make wait, sure you get the sometimes they have those, if we pay out of pocket, yeah, yeah. because okay. it's going to be a long trip, and sometimes they have those boxes full of snacks on the plane, and you can buy one of those. You just can't buy like the organic version. Yeah. Oh. Do we? Um, is, is that there a subsidy like a, thing? 
Is there a company credit card situation? Do we get one to split amongst the four of us? There is a company credit card situation. Now, here's the problem, and I wish I could get this changed, guy. It's going to be in my name. Oh. Um, so I, you have to just sign as me. I don't think that'll be a problem. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and you have to use an audio signature, so it's very handy that you can do that. Well, I, I just taped you, and then I cut it together in a few different ways. There's just several keywords. That's oh, kind of what gives me a base level for every accent that I do. It's how I kind of perfected my Korean one. Well, how interesting. Yeah. Well, it probably won't come up. Won't come up? <laughs> no. That's I a don't shame. think so. It's been, it's been alluded to a lot. Many okay. Working. <laughs> you have your mission. And should you fail, should you die, should you become imprisoned, I want you to know the United States government will not disavow your actions at all. We're 100% behind you. God bless America all the way. There's absolutely no precedent for that in my research. That's amazing. Yep, yep. We'll just go in there, guns are blazing. Uh, It will cause World War III. I'm just letting you know right now, getting you guys out of Northern Korea, if it comes to that, that's basically as if you had done nothing. There's a way that... We will prevent World War II. If you're successful, you prevent it. If you fail, the United States of America will not let a magician suffer. All right. We we can't That's in the Constitution. That's in the Constitution. Yeah. It's it's an invisible ink. Just so we're clear. Only magicians know. If we do get captured, killed, or imprisoned, I want it to be clear that it was Leon Kamilski that died, not Darren Anderson, former prison guard. Yeah, well, there's nothing we can do to get him out of prison. I No, 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 I know. He's in there as me, but I'm saying me now, the person who took his place, Darren Anderson, former prison guard, don't let it be that he didn't do something heroic to die. It was me. Oh, was, oh okay. Was Kamilski. Yeah, we will, there's no way we're going to allow anybody but you have the glory for okay. that. Wait, Leon, have you been signing your receipts, Darren Anderson? Because that might be a problem with the reimbursement, I think. No, I've be been reimbursed. Huge... All my bank oh, accounts are in okay. Darren Anderson right, as cool. well. It's, I've been doing this for 15 years. All right. Yeah, I just want to make sure, man. Good luck. All right. So, uh, there. Well, that's it for One Shot This Week, Heroes. But don't worry. We'll be back with more One Last Job next week. Remember, the one-shot, one-page setting design contest wraps up on July 15th, so get those entries in as soon as you can. If you like the show and you want to help us out, it's simple. All you need to do is log on to Twitter and follow us at OneShotRPG, or go to Facebook.com slash OneShotPod and give us a like. You can also log on to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely we are to be featured, which helps new people find the show. One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. And finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.